Producer Podcast. I've got the super producer, multi platinum producer, willpower in the building. And I'm Brian Andre. What up, baby? What it do? What it do, man? Man, we are here fresh off of um, Memorial Day weekend, man. Yes, sir. Um, all you uh, thoughts that are coming back from Miami <laughs> thoughts and, and uh, other places. <laughs> no, I don't have ten dollars you could borrow to Friday. <laughs> That's cold. <laughs> no, I saw that on the meme, man. It says, Are you? Chicks coming back from Miami more Day weekend. No, I don't have forty dollars. You can borrow to, yeah. to next week. The, the internet is relentless, bro. Cause like, literally, I've been seeing posts about uh, one chick man hit up like Charlemagne the God. She was like laying in her bed with her ass out, reading his book, talking about you know the, all these other hoes is out here in Miami. And I'm in here getting an education. I cracked up when I saw that shit. I was like, oh my God, bro. Like, the world is going to shit, man. <laughs> man, listen. That's why we're here to spread light, man. We're here to spread light and, and, like, play a role in those of you who, you know, want to do uh, uh, careers in music production, music business, yeah, uh, recording artists, you know, songwriting. You yeah, know, man. we want to help, you know, do our part to make the world better because it is some crazy you know donald trump pushing niggas out the way <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I mean, there's some crazy stuff going on out here man but we just want to play our role man one thing um speaking of Charlemagne, I, I heard him say a few times over the past week because i went on a little vacation and i played a lot of podcasts so yeah uh, one thing i heard him say a lot this week was he was saying like you know instead of like uh, dogging what's wrong What you don't like Just big up what you do like Yeah you man You know what I'm saying Just support yeah, the stuff man. That, that you I, do I, like I, It's crazy man um, You know I've, I've experienced Some things the last few days um, You know when you When you got When you have like A project ahead of you Or you have something Really big in front of you That you're trying to do That is absolutely The most Rugged mountain That you could ever climb Yeah you're going to find it to be very difficult. It is not going to be easy. It yeah. is not going to go right. smooth. It is not going to pan out the way that is the, that is what it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. You know, and one of the things that I've been dealing with the last few days, man, is just trying to move away from negative comments, move away from, uh, you know, pessimistic views you know sometimes you mm -hmm. have to separate yourself from that like it's just Definitely. not good yeah sometimes even when you know because you know there there is a time now because i don't want to be that guy that makes you know want to be that guy that says nothing could ever go wrong fight through everything you know sometimes man you know failure is amongst you and it is what it is you know what i'm saying however you know what i'm saying there's a difference between actual failure and just hella um obstacles you know what i'm saying like Definitely. some people don't know the difference between an obstacle and when they're actually finna see you know right uh, right you know and i'm 100 one of those people man who i'm delusional and i'm glad i'm delusional mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like i don't really care that i'm delusional i'm just so delusional that i will talk myself into my own destiny Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. And I think that people need to start doing that more. What else you got to lose, man? Like, we out of here when we out of here, bro. Like, it's it. What you going to do? You know what I'm saying? I had an amazing conversation this morning with my boy, Big Crit, man. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people don't realize I talk to this guy a lot, man. And sometimes, man, just talking to friends, man, that have like a really 
uh, positive frame of mind, man, and they're go-getters and they have the success to go w- along with the moves they made, mm-hmm. it woke me up, you know, and I was just listening to him talk about how, you know, he's very aware of the fact that, like, his life is going to end someday. And what he wants is for his legacy to live on. Mm-hmm. You know, he was explaining that his music is going to live way after he's gone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The, uh, you know, the person that he's become, the, the rapper, the artist in him is going to be forever lived. You know what I'm saying? And I just think that that's what we all should be striving for. Absolutely. Like, you know, your first goal, in my opinion, should be to serve your God. You know what I'm saying? Make sure your God is first in your life. Mm-hmm. And then you just need to live this life, man, and just try to do the best you can in it. Yeah. But don't let people throw you, man. I mean, yeah, definitely. Because they're here to throw you, bro. They're going to throw you. Definitely. Well, <laughs> I, I believe our podcast is a podcast for dreamers. It Not is. just dreamers, but dreamers who are willing to, to do the, to get up and work. Yeah, you know man. Like, I, I, I definitely agree, man. I think being, you know, be smart. You know, don't mm-hmm. be stupid. Like, at the end of the day, that's how I look at this shit. It's like, yeah. okay, so you got six... You, let's say you came into 10 grand, mm-hmm. all right? So we both know most people, most people are going to just spend the 10 grand. They're going to find a way. They're going to find some reason, some purpose whatsoever that has nothing to do with moving themselves forward. Right. And they're going to spend the money. Even if it's something as simple as just finding responsibility for it, which means you'll pay your rent, you'll pay your light bill, you'll pay off a couple of credit cards, whoop de whoop. But the money will be gone and you'll still be in the same situation. Man, you know on. what I'm saying? And so I say, I say, man, take those risks. Like you have to. If you don't, you're going to regret that. Your life, your life will move by you way faster than you could ever think you know what i'm saying if you're not careful mm-hmm. and so through this podcast you know what i'm saying we're always on here trying to uplift people and give people a reason to like get into the music business and be smart about it and be aggressive and all the good things man but the most the one of the things we wanted to talk about today where was just like preparing yourself mentally for this journey yeah you know, and I will we'll get into that a little later because I think mm-hmm. uh, the topic this week is actually mental health, right? Yeah, yeah. So we'll kind of dive into that a little bit, man. But um, in general, though, man, uh, it's a lot going on, man. A lot been going on. Right after we, we did our last podcast, like right. literally, I think we recorded it on one day. And then I think either later that night or the next day, the Billboard Music Awards came out. Yeah. And this is pretty dope, man, because, you know, we... uh. I think hit our one year anniversary not too long ago with the yeah. podcast. And I remember last year talking about the Billboard, Billboard Music Award. Awards. Right. And uh, the thing about the Billboard Music Awards is because unlike the Grammys, you know, and shout out to the Grammys and all the wonderful uh, guests we've had that are associated with the Grammys. Mm-hmm. But unlike the Grammys uh, where, you know, you have tastemakers and people who are actually doing the music voting, which is dope. Right. The Billboard Awards, they look at more so just numbers. You know, you right. have to look at sales streaming radio play 
touring is included with the criteria for the awards and social engagement. Right, so, so fans are also involved. Heavily involved. Because fans do actually all the criteria. Fans buy the records, they stream the records, they play it on the radio, they go to the tours, and they follow you on social media. <laughs> so so like this is totally uh an award show that's in tune with with the fans. So I thought it was dope, man. I think Drake set a record. He won 13 awards. Which uh, prior to that, Adele had the highest number of, of awards, which, which was twelve, and he won thirteen, which was crazy. You know, he won a top artist award, he won a top male artist. I mean, he won the, the top two hundred, which is the overall charts. Rightfully so, man. Yeah. I mean, like I, I don't think in my lifetime, man, have I seen an artist who came into the business. It seems like at the perfect time, man, and was and is the poster child of all things new music yeah you know what i'm saying like it's incredible to watch man you know um you know man jay-z came up in the era of cds and selling cds out the trunk and you know starting uh your own independent label and and you know doing this and doing that you know what i'm saying and drake came into the business man right at the right at the cusp of the digital age and they have it, it seemingly they've mastered the plan man like it's like i don't know that anybody's ever gonna catch him as far as uh accolades are concerned you know what yeah. i'm saying because the numbers never go down at this point they only go up so yeah it's crazy you, you know what i'm saying it's not like back in the day where you know your album is hot for a few years and then all of a sudden it starts to taper off like mm -hmm. that's not really the case these numbers continue to grow you know what i'm saying and Unfortunately, people aren't still getting up and running to the store to buy an old Michael Jackson album from off the shelf anymore. So, you know, those numbers dwindle. You know what I mean? However, definitely. definitely. You know, I don't really see I see the digital age just continuing to grow to the point where like it's eventually we won't even have uh smartphones and all those types of things anymore. I, I believe this music is going to be delivered to us digitally in a way that's not even handheld anymore. Or some kind of device in our ear is something man i just think that music. you know i think that there's like every day man they're coming up with new things i mean i i would be i would be hard pressed to believe that we're gonna continue to have devices you know handheld devices and things like that i mean man bro we never thought cds would, would go away we never thought you know what i'm saying I remember when they thought the um the little mini CD was gonna take off. They thought it was gone, it was like right? a little yeah. CD. Yeah, I remember a little that. one. It's terrible, it was <laughs> terrible, terrible idea. Never yeah. did anything. Right, but um no man um I don't know man but just on Drake there's a stat that um I still haven't quite verified but I'm guessing it's true because Drake even tweeted it out himself <laughs> right right saying that since 2009 uh, the the Billboard uh, Hot 100 which is just a song chart. Mm -hmm. You know, so since 2009, which would make, um, I remember I was up on Drake. That's when I kind of got on Drake. Uh, it was the spring, summer 2009 when he, he dropped no, So Far Gone. Since 2009, spring, summer, there has not been a single week willpower. It's 2017 now. It's eight years. There's not been a single week in eight years where Drake was not on that chart. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And that's just super crazy phenomenal. But now that I think about it, though, over the last eight years, since then, Drake has always been around, man. Right. Whether it's a, a song of his, whether he's featured on somebody's song, 
he's always there and to me that's just like if that's like if nothing else you got to get that man like a lot of props you got to man that. i mean you just got to learn you got to respect it for what it is man and and not not only that bro like it's not really fair for anybody to say that his music isn't jamming because it totally is right and he's totally proven that to anybody that was hating at some point you know now there were times during his career where i didn't understand where he was headed you know did he want to be a singer did he want to be a rapper what did he want to do but i think his i think his vision is clear now i think that you know you have to put him in the same category creatively man as anyone any of the greats you know what i'm saying let me ask you this too let me ask you this though and i don't want to get into a big drake debate you know what i'm saying um but uh, we do want to talk about this does albums matter as much anymore the reason i say that is because in my opinion drake don't have just an like a classic just like a thriller he don't have that moment he don't have like he got like 10 of those like a reason like a reason in terms like as far as critical acclaim as far as just like that class nah i don't think it but the man has been on billboard every week (laughs) yeah i don't think that i don't think i just think so there's albums you know what i'm saying i don't think they do i think i think nowadays man i think movements matter you know what i'm saying i think that this is more about culture like how did you uh you know how did you captivate the entire uh you know an entire vision you know because like back in the day man michael jackson he just had to cut a record that was it you know what i'm saying now Mm -hmm. even michael you have to you have to give michael props on a few things he was a visionary he was ahead of his time Michael was smart enough to do many movies for videos. Nobody that was unheard of when he was doing that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was he was creating uh like you he was the first person to really put those visuals with a song like well, he was an ambassador. Wasn't he cool with like George Lucas and all? Wasn't, yeah, was like he, man, no, he was tripping, man. Like he was really really working like yeah. like people don't realize well maybe people do but uh, the thriller video, man. That video was done by like at that time one of the biggest horror movie people, yeah. filmmakers in the time. Like they had just done a movie called uh, American Werewolf in London, mm-hmm. and like he used that director to direct the thriller video, which was why it was so authentically scary at the time. I mean, I can look at it now and laugh at it and be like, "This shit look crazy as hell." But then it was so ahead of the time. But I, but I, but to go yeah, back to what you were saying, you know what I'm saying? It's like. Nah, man, those bodies of work aren't as important. Like, nobody's really going to sit back and say, you know, um, what's the name? More or less. What's the name of the album? Uh, More Life. More Life. Nobody's going to sit back and, like, really remember More Life as much as they're going to remember, you know, or just the whole movement. Like, the whole Summer 16 thing was huge, bro. Like, that shit became, like iconic last year bro like yeah, this dude from, worked from the views album yeah. yeah from the views album right which means you know like he's just really good at captivating the movement and like if you really think about drake and the way he performs his albums and the way he performs his projects bro he is so in tune with what's up mm-hmm. like he stays ahead of the cut of, of the curve if it's jamming bro oh trust it's gonna be some of that on drake's album yeah. just the way drake would do it you know what i'm saying I mean, and then I can remember when he did that one record, man. He was doing the dancing in the video. Like, I thought that was Hotline Bleak. Bro, come on, man. Like, that was just genius. It's it's movement shit. Like, he's just creating a movement, man. And more people need to be like that. More people need to stop worrying about 
an album or a project or some type of you know body I don't of work. Know, yo, man. I'm much more maybe I'm more of a traditionalist now. Well, I'm definitely a traditionalist. I enjoy that. However, when is the last time that that's really happened that made you be like? Because like even even when I, mean, I work with look at Kendrick though, like Kendrick is somebody. Even though like you, both you and I are just kind of warming up more and more to the damn album. Yeah. But when you look at Good Kid, Mad City. Nah, you got. I got to give you props. You're making a, you're making an excellent point there because uh, there are some people who are still dropping bodies of work in that sense, and they are will be remembered and classically. Uh, right. So maybe that's just not Drake's thing. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day. How many I like I have to say for me, I buy Drake's music because Drake sells me a vibe. You know what I'm saying? Views had a vibe. Mm-hmm. More life has yeah, a vibe. Yeah, one dance song was was Yeah, like the, the only album controller. that I just completely loved that I remember the title and everything was the very first one, October's very own. Yeah, yeah. That well, was an album so to gone. me. Like that was so yeah, all of that stuff. So I don't know, man. Maybe well, see, it's just. I think it's a balance, though, I, and this is where my whole kind of marketing or hat comes in because I, I believe that like you want to have the moments from Drake, but the albums from Kendrick. So right. You make a crazy album and then have your moments as well. On the, yeah. on on because Drake is the king of moments. Like he's again Hotline Bling. The moment, right. You know it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier, man. Some artists are just really good at making sure that they're a part of what's happening. Yeah. And some artists are really good at making sure that they're uh, creating like a historic moment, I guess. Yeah. Like Drake is going to go down as a, he's going to go down as a entire, uh, <laughs> you know, like era. <laughs> He's gonna have era written on his music. Like I said, man, and eight eight years strong and never that's missed a, a long week. time. Never missed bro, a week be, on a on a hot one hundred. Exactly, but that's insane. like you said though. What is that really gonna mean later? I, I'm kind of wondering. I'm you, that's I don't a know, good question. It, that's the thing. I was just curious. Our album's dead in terms because because Drake is arguably the biggest artist of our generation, and to me, he hasn't had a just. He, his album's numbers have always done well. I mean, he's the highest streamed artist on Spotify, but as far as a critical acclaim, I don't think, you know, he has that definitive body of work that this is just legendary, this is classic, this is, you know. But yet, he have classic moments. I mean, Highline and Bling is a classic moment. I mean, even what he did with Meek Mill with the back-to-back is a classic moment. Well, man, um, I just think, honestly, man, know. I mean, he's in hip-hop, but I think he's a pop star. I think he is... Yeah. A huge pop star, man, which means the rules don't apply to him at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, the rules are he's the blockbuster for whatever entity he is working with. Yeah. He's the blockbuster. So, they're going to make it be what it's going to be. And, yeah. and fortunately, he's incredible. So, it does it, it makes it easy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? One thing we can say about him in pop star status is he's not, it's not corny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it has had its corny moments now. We gotta be 100 about that too though. You know what definitely, I mean? But definitely. but it's but it, it works, man. I mean when every era has had that, man. You know what I'm saying, man? I mean we had people who were selling hella records that hip hop just kinda they were just a part of hip hop at that time, but they don't get critical acclaim. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I don't think we'll ever have a a conversation of like you know Drake and maybe like an outcast in the same conversation. 
You know what I mean? Or, yeah. you know what I mean? And what's but, crazy, a lot of people feel like Drake, talent-wise, if he wanted to, could definitely get in there as far as hip hop. I you think he to could spit, too, but I don't think I don't think he, I don't think that's his goal. I think yeah, his goal right. is to dominate the right. charts, dominate the music business, dominate the money play. That's what he's doing. Yeah, I don't know that he cares. You know what I'm saying? Because he yeah. ain't afraid of nobody. Like he, you know what I'm saying? He done battled some of the best. He done, you know, he done defended his name. He stands up. He does what he wants to do, man. I mean, mm-hmm. we talking about a kid, man, that went from acting out of Canada, man, that is now the world, one of the world's, you know, most renowned hip hop artists. Yeah, man. But and anyway, he, he could have been. <laughs> imagine if Drake would have, if Drake would have uh, signed with Dr. Dre. Because you know that's where he started at. Right? His his first initial start was, yeah. when, was when he flew, you know, Dre flew him up. And I guess they sent him home because he, I don't know, he explained it on the interview with, um I think, the, on Apple Beats One Radio or something like that. But yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't think it would have flew the way it fly, it's flying, man. I mean, I think that part of what makes Drake dope was the fact that, like, himself and his producer kind of created their own 40 year. Yeah, they I ain't trying to make this a Drake podcast, y'all. So let me just. Nah, man. I mean, bro, listen, man. We talking music, so like, and yeah. he's, you know, how how can we talk about this without talking right, about right, the person right. that has the, you know, the highest? But let's get it. Let's do. It. Let's definitely dive into some other things, man. Yeah. Like, uh, what? Well, so I know some music came out. A lot right? of music came out, man. I'm trying to keep track of it all because the past two or three weeks, stuff has been coming out. Yeah. Uh, Snoop Dogg hanging in there, fifteenth album, man. And I thought it was pretty much a, a old to his old self. His card never left. And uh decent little album, man, with um, Rick Rock is on there, Battle Cat. A lot of, you know, the older OGs uh, produced on there. Under-promoted, man. Yeah, well, I mean, he's on his own. I mean, I think I he, saw the cover and didn't even realize it was an album coming out. I didn't even put yeah. it all together. I thought, like, some meme had just done made it. You know what I mean? Like, he was still, you know, I thought something had happened that I had missed, but then I realized it was, it was a project. I think... This is the reason why um, I was kind of disappointed to see L.A. Reid kind of bow out because we talked about this before. L.A. Reid always believed like your legend should be should get that full um, machine treatment for a major. You know, Snoop Dogg is a fixture in in music and in hip hop in particular. Icon, icon. So he shouldn't be. You know, I know probably financially it's better for him to kind of like do an independent album. You know, make his little money, but. For history's sake, man, he ought to, you know, I would love to see him on the Epic and, and get that full run of a full machine. Because like you said, nobody really knew about this album. And it's a decent album, man. It's, a, it's I will put it like in the classic, you know, the classic like hip hop lane now. Right. You know? right. And I think, by the way, that's needed, man. You know, a lot of older artists like a DJ Quick or a Snoop or, you know, um, you know, even on the East Coast, a Cool G rap is doing an album now. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of... A Big Daddy Kane is rapping. Yeah. And these people, they still cool. They might not be, like, you know, super dope by today's standards, but they still, like, make music that a lot of us, you know, older cats might want to listen to. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, how come they can't, like, get, you know, on a major and maybe get, like, a little budget... To service their, you know, it's just I don't know, man. I just man. I, I hate seeing because this is a good album, man. My man Rick Rock, shout out to Rick Rock, man. Uh, I want to get him on the show real bad, but he, uh, you know, put in work on there. Battle Cat, man, legend. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He well, had a song I with Tina Marie on here. I know? just think with I think, man, that you know somebody's gonna have to create that. Like that might need to be the next play, man. Maybe there needs to be 
an independent label or a major label to create a a a wing for that. You know what I'm saying? Or or maybe a department for you know what I'm saying? I remember Cash OGs. Money. Cash Money had a, a label. I think it was called Cash Money Classics. Or yeah, yeah, they were. They, were on, they had the right idea. Yeah, they you know, had the right and, idea. And, and it was good to see Tina Marie, rest in peace, get that kind of major label treatment. Mm-hmm. Even though she wasn't moving a gazillion units, and I'm sure the budget wasn't real big either, but it was still on a major, getting that Universal Music Group push. You know, so that's needed. And I remember L.A. Reid stating that that he wanted to make sure that the legends, particularly uh, in the African American field. Had they outlet Because you see a lot of these rock groups man Still with major deals and still doing well And uh, I think a lot of it's just awareness You know a, a lot of the reason why a lot of our older hip hop artists We always talk about why the hip hop artists Don't get their just due when they get older You right. know what I'm saying It's because a, a lot of it is just awareness we, we don't know Snoop got an album you know, right. And we right. don't know that it's any good We don't even know that it's actually good music on here You know So but shout out to him, man. Uh, it's a pretty good album, man. Called right. Never Left, man. I, I like it, man. Uh, that came out um, last week. Uh, was a pretty cool Friday where um, Bryson Tiller was teasing about um, his album being released. I think June fourteenth or, or something like that. And he just decided to release it out of nowhere last Friday. Man, just, I'm <clears throat> he just I'm dropped a, it. You know? you know what? I'm a fan of this guy, man. Um, I, we, you know, we did a little brief skim of the project, so I'm not gonna give my opinion on the uh, production or, or the album yet because I really want to ride on it. But what I, what I really like about this kid, man, was like on his first album, man. You know what I'm saying? He kind of like I'm always down for people who kind of in- get props or introduce what is considered to be like a new a genre. genre music, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And right now, you know, trap soul is actually an actual thing now. Mm-hmm. So basically, they're basically saying R&B music, man, with trap beats, which, you know, you have to respect it, man. Like, uh, what was uh Black that came out this year from mm-hmm. Atlanta? His yeah. album was dope. Yeah. You know, of course, Bryson Tiller's album did exceptionally well last, for, you know, his first album. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so many more getting ready to come out, man. Um, uh, B. Smith is working right now. You know, like it's just it's good to see that type of resurgence of R and B, man. To me, it doesn't really matter what style of music it is under it. Um, it but it's just good to kind of see singing again, man, and see people uh, really trying to uh, you know lift up a, an art form. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because I came front, man, for a minute. I, I just thought it was done. I, I couldn't. I can't imagine. I can't imagine what you know I did I had no idea that they would be able to yeah. revise it because you know uh-huh. everybody's singing and everybody's on auto-tune and all these different things. So it's kinda like what do you expect? Are there gonna ever be any more princes or there ever is there ever gonna be another Luther Vandross or uh you know what I'm saying? Or hell hell, a black street. Or, you know, Boys the Men or any of these. I don't know, man. There's so many different great, 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 great R&B acts. I just wonder, you know, I'm glad to see him carrying the torch in that sense. Yeah. Uh, I like the fact that this album has 19 songs, you know. Yeah. So when you buy, you're going to get your money's worth. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, A lot of the friends of the show are on here as well, man. Um, Yeah. uh, Swifty. Yeah, I was going to say this. Got his track on here. Um, That's dope. Uh, Keys. I remember we interviewed Keys 
yeah. cool kid, man. Man, Keys is blowing yeah. up too right now, bro. He had mentioned, you know, that they had worked on this album. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, L Mine is on here. Mm-hmm. Him and Boy Wonder. Yeah, Boy Wonder's on there a few times as well. T Minus is, is is back on here, man. Uh, he produced the, this, the first song, Something Tells Me, which is dope. So shout out to him. Frank Dukes is on here. It's a pretty good uh, Wonder Girl. Uh, is on here as well, Teddy Walsh. Frank Dukes, man. Let's talk yeah. about that guy a little bit, okay. man. You know what? You know what's becoming like really, really popular right now. Frank mm-hmm. Dukes is becoming really well known. He started a movement, dude, of producing sampleable works. Mm-hmm. So basically, yeah. Frank Dukes may or may not have actually been a part of the actual production of the record, but there's a chance that like they used his musical compositions to make beats mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah we'll get into that on another yeah, show that's kind of uh what uh, our friend uh ant-man wonder yeah ant-man wonder does that does as well um i mean shit pretty much that's that's about to be the next wave yeah i saw uh <laughs> I, I saw on, on instagram <laughs> ant-man wonder with premiere and, and royce in detroit working on uh, the next prime album so nice and I think he, he might have mentioned that on the podcast too last year, but yeah, but yes, that's kind of going on a lot, man. So he got a lot of dope um, producers on here on, on the album. I haven't listened to the whole thing yet, but I, I loved what I did here. Like I said, the T minus something tells me joint is pretty dope. Um, they sample uh, SWV, you know what I'm saying, on a um, on the uh, rain on me. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's always anytime you got SWV vibes going, you know. <laughs> I'm listening. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's I'm gonna saying, be dope. Bro. Um, so yeah, man, uh, and and it's gonna do well too. It's projected to do uh, come in number one, about 115, 120 copies um, with streaming. So which is not bad, man. Particularly when you don't even announce it. You know, when, when you announce it, but you just kind of surprise drop it. You know, what right, saying? right, right. Also. Um, Lil Yachty got an album that came out. Um, I haven't heard it, you know what I'm saying? But he's doing going to do about 50K, you know, and... Like, I was I, expecting a little more, but... Really? I wasn't, because these kids don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they don't like, buy music. Yeah, they don't buy no music, man. <laughs> but, I mean, even... <laughs> the streaming number... Now, I thought it might have been streamed a little more. But Lil Yachty, though, he don't... He got moments, but it ain't like... Um, right, right. He's putting out a whole lot of like hit records you know it's more like underground like uh, internet for the record, record my favorite new young group is ray shrimmy shrimmy shrimmer whatever yeah i like the one kid man that's um, cold was it swally I, well you know what i ain't gonna separate them i'm gonna I just think they, they they grew the other guy that, yeah, it's cool but i like the <laughs> i like the um i like the joint he did with um with uh, uh which is certified gold now by the way with french montana that's a dance. You got to dance when you hear that joint, man. But that, that song is certified yeah, gold. Yeah, brother's a rock star, though. Yeah. They just released a video yesterday for the Mike Will made a song with yeah. uh with, with them, Gucci, and Kendrick. Yeah, yeah. which is... It's, yeah. Well, I said I said the song was okay, it was, but it wasn't like... I said that on a podcast. You know, it was a decent. It was a... Man, I mean, you know what? Have you, have you been seeing in the headlines, man, where, like, people are really starting to question the whole concept of, like... Uh, Floyd Floyd Mayweather here recently just posted something about <clears throat> how rappers are responsible for drug use nowadays. Mm, okay. How we're just glorifying it and all these different things, which makes it kind of questionable in that sense for me. Why Kendrick would uh, would rap on a record like that? 
Well, I, I think people got Kendrick fucked up though sometimes. Because Kendrick, like, I think Kendrick is more. People look at him as just this, like, this. Um, well, I mean, it's the, I don't know if niggas got him fucked up. I mean, that's the image he portrays, man. No, like, he, see, if you if you were a true Kendrick fan, you know, Kendrick just kind of puts it all out there. He put the hood shit out there. He put the the polish. He just kind of pushed it out there. He never takes on the role of being like. Because even a, even the album, even the damn album, is about all his albums is about his struggle with right and wrong, his uh, struggle with vices, <laughs> his struggle with like coming from the hood, absolutely wanting to do harm to people. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's, I don't think that. I mean, shit. His first song, uh, even though uh, swimming pools. You know what I'm saying? You know, he talked about alcoholism and getting drunk, and you know, his family. I, you know, his family came from a lineage of people getting drunk. So. I don't know, man. I, I just think that, you know, I don't know. I, I don't really have that problem with Kendrick, man. I'm learning, man. I'm. A, I mean, you know, what I'm saying one thing about it on this show, bro. Like, I, I, you know, if it's something I don't know, I, was, I I'm taking it in. Like, yeah. I, I need to get more into. I thought the verse was like a, a layback. I thought Kendrick probably didn't give his best. Maybe he didn't realize the song was going. I don't know. Right, right, right. I, I heard Kendrick spit better. Yeah. <laughs> On, on the song But I don't know man But The video was dope The visual was dope though yeah. It was nice visual In, in a desert Yeah I saw that. it man With the pills Dropping from the sky That's yeah. some dope shit The visual was pretty dope Some bro. literally dope shit <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Gucci man Gucci dropped They saying this is Eighth album Since he's been out of jail Which is ridiculous It's crazy Ridiculous in a good way Like Drop top wizard man I don't know man Like I don't know If y'all feel the way I feel But man like Obviously the Gucci craze is kind of dying, man. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think that you know, I don't know. He just deep out to do forty thousand, I mean, which is not bad for just dropping albums, man. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe, man. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm here for the good. So I, I think it's a Gucci transformation. You know what I'm saying? Like he totally did a 180 in terms of his image, his lifestyle. You know what right. I'm saying? So, and it's not bad. You know, again. And full disclosure, Gucci Man was always kind of like my one trap yeah, yeah. guilty pleasure that yeah, I kind of yeah. like, you know, right. that I kind of really. So I'm a big Gucci fan, so I'm a, I'm a little biased, but I did listen to this album in full. And this album, Metro Boomin, you know what I'm saying? So Metro Boomin produced the whole thing. Uh, London on the track is on one, uh, Southside is on one as well, 808 Mafia is on there. So Frank Dukes is on one of these albums, one of these songs as well, too. Yep. So, I don't know, man. I thought it was a cool. I, you know, I think it's projected to do uh, about uh, where is that? He's gonna be number number eleven, about thirty five k, thirty thirty five k. Which again, when he was in jail, he was still putting out music every other month. It just wasn't nobody talking about it. <laughs> but he was still putting out music. So I think it's an accomplishment to still put out music now, but it's being talked about now. It's being talked <coughs> about now and it's selling now. So. I don't know, man. Um, maybe you're right. Maybe it's dying down, but I don't. I mean, it's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I eight mean, projects, man, and, and they all have done I, decent I'm numbers. I'm definitely a Gucci fan too, man. So, like, for I'm not saying it. Certainly not saying it in a negative sense. It's just I, I am, uh, you know, just kind of paying attention to what it was and what it is, and it, and it, it, it it might not even be specifically about him as much as it is about just the name, you know. The climate of the record business right now, like it's changing. Mm -hmm. The things that used to be exciting aren't ex as exciting anymore. So people gotta come up with new ways of uh, creating uh, 
successful album ventures. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But and not to just kind of jump back and forth um, a bit, but but I thought I missed a good segue <laughs> when you were talking about the um, the perfect pint video and the pills and the drugs and the dope. You know, um, right. we wanted to talk about uh, mental health, man, and, and music, and I think that um, right. historically. And it's funny to even say historically because it's only been about 10, 15 years. I think, um, and forgive me, listeners, if I'm wrong, if, if you know, put it in the comments somewhere if you, but I think Joe Budden was kind of one of the first rappers that I can think of that, that openly talked about depression in his music and using drugs as like a way to kind of like cope. You know what I'm saying? And um, I got my own theories, man, even with Future. One of the reasons why I liked Future's uh, last couple albums is because he talked about, you know, the Percocets and the lean and all that, but I don't think he was really advocating. I think he was just kind of speaking his own life. And when you look at his life, man, it seems like if you listen to his music between the lines, he's just saying that he's just kind of like, success ain't easy for him, you know what I'm saying? And this is just kind of what he does to keep himself cool. Just lean. You know, right. This is, what he, this is how he copes. With his hectic life with the with the girls different women baby mama he's talking about artists in his music he's talking about it you know what i'm saying that and and blowing money it's just like yeah i mean it's so. cool but it, like that's still not cool you know no, what I'm saying? but i don't think i just think that i don't think he's saying this cool my point i don't think he's saying this cool i think he's just saying this is my life yeah no and i you know what i'm 100 percent about free speech and being able to express yourself however you choose you know what i'm saying but you know what I'm saying, man? Like, I kind of, you know, I don't know. For me, I just feel like you know who your target audience is. You know that. You know that. You're, there's no way you don't. You know what I mean? Right. So with that being the case, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's not be those guys that does not be NWA in 2017 and say, you know what I'm saying? We just, we just talking about it. No, you're inciting it. Like what you're doing is you're showing a lifestyle, and it's, it has a certain level of glorification to it that impressionable children do not know how to differentiate between. Man, like you know, and then we could go deep. We could say it's got to do with the parents. We got to do I, it because. It, but, but my but, thing is, where do you draw the line, though? Like, because we're not gonna stop. We're not gonna pass the law saying you can't make this kind of music. I'm not, I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying, man. I mean, and I'm not sunning nobody, or am I? Neither am I. You know, uh, not understanding of it because hell, I mean, in some sense, I've even participated in making music that isn't necessarily the most upstanding, you know, music you can, you know. But at the end of the day, you know, what I'm saying like there's still a responsibility, you know, at some point, you know. Uh, I just, you know, I, I don't blame other people for p other people's actions, so I don't mm -hmm. do that. But I will say. You know, I'd just rather you not give me no excuse than to tell me that, you know what I'm saying, this is your therapy while you make millions of dollars, you know what I'm saying, having people I indulge don't know, because in the thing about it is I, I actually enjoyed the music, so for me as a consumer, like, and I don't do none of that stuff. I yeah, drink a little I mean, liquor sometimes, yeah, but, I don't but you're not <laughs> You're not 15, you know what I'm saying? You're not 15 and... You know what I'm saying? Trying to be cool like your favorite rapper either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I do agree, I, but that's my point. My point is just, if your demographic was your 26 to 46-year-old person, then okay, cool. You can tell me anything. I'm sensible enough about myself 
to where I can make a decision like that. But when you know for a fact that when you pull up to your concerts and you got 15, 16, 17, 18 year old kids at your concert, majority of the people there are that age. You know what I'm saying? Come on, bro. Like I don't, I don't like I don't know, man, because I mean, we we got some dope ass gospel rappers out here too, man, that make good music. Right, but that's my point. So, my point you know is, if you so, want to listen to, if you want to be uplifted, go listen to Lecrae or somebody. Yeah, which listen, who is dope. You do have a choice, man. You know but what guess saying? what? So, but guess what? The radio doesn't play that. There's no extra amount of promotion for that. Nobody's pushing that. That's yeah, but my it's point. Like the artist, the artist should be able to make their own. Now, if you want to go to these executives. And like have these conversations and, and meetings and, and demand that's more. That's a whole nother and, podcast. And, and, and demand more. You know, that's a whole but, nother but podcast. I remember Al Sharpton and them did that in like 2007. They marched down the Universal Records and said, we, that, That's you, the whole you know, point. That's I mean, kind of my point. My point is, man, you know what I'm saying? Like they're going to glorify the bullshit. Like that's what they push. They not. They don't want. They don't want Lecrae to win, dog. They don't want to see Lecrae take over like that. They could I don't think easily. They care. I think they. I think if, if 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 I think they totally care, man. It doesn't, bro. Like nah, you because, have because to look we, at. Let's let's say, let's take a Lecrae for example, because I've been following him since his. Uh, you know, was it the one sixteen click? There, like way like years ago, man. When I was in the church, man. I was, and I've watched him. He's had a, a great climb, and trust me, like. He's on a major label now. He wouldn't be on a major label if they didn't care. Yeah, but that's but not, he started that's off not, totally independent no, no, to, to a major label. So thing. this isn't about skill set or and, songs. And, and, I, and I don't think so. This is about the just like the book you read, the blockbuster book you put yeah. me on to. Mm-hmm. You know, they they decide what they want to make make happen, bro. Like yeah, but that's based on what they think is gonna be the potential. Yeah, but I, I don't agree with that because at the end of the day, we both know. You know what I'm saying? They will blow up what they want to blow up. You can have the most trash song that you could ever think of on earth, dog. I think the power is in the people, man. I think if if we lived and if, if people valued a more positive message, that's, that's been going on since the beginning of it. That's my point. Of that's my point. My point is that like, misogyny. It, Basically, uh, he's a commercial Dubakery, That's what people hedonism. That this is what sells, man. But that's my point. My point is, man, like the record labels will back the commercial for the bullshit. It is what it is. Now I love the music, bro. Like as a grown adult, man, I can jam that shit, and I'm cool with it, bro. But like honestly, you know what I'm saying? I know that at 15, bro. But I'm Me saying, but listening to MWA when I was 15, bro. I played the when I was eight. That's yeah, what I get, but that's know? my point, bro. And I was on some next shit around that time in my life, yo, bro. Like, I was literally running up in spots, yo, like, yeah, on some other shit that's, because I was being influenced. But I just don't like the notion of telling creators what they shouldn't be creating. Well, I don't I don't agree with that either, man. And I'm not, I'm not really trying to push that point. I'm just, all I'm doing is pointing out that... You know what I'm saying? I mean, he talk about. I mean, I think a lot of it's silly, and I think you know. But I think uh, again, not to <laughs> not to quote Charlamagne the God too much, but again, champion what we do like, man. It's a lot of artists, you know, that that make music. Yeah, I'm know. sure there's plenty of people who listen to Lecrae that ain't even in this conversation. That's not my point, though, man. I'm talking about the. It's not, and I, you can't blame the artist. You can't necessarily blame the artist. Like, how do you blame the artist when you have a radio station that has a hundred thousand watts and they play the shit a hundred times a day? Like, so again, they play it because they know that it's gonna keep the people listening, that, so that they can point. get the advertising so dollars. All, to put the so ads it on all there. comes down to 
a community of executives that are preying on bullshit. Because they want to get rich. They want to get rich, but it's on the backs of bullshit. That's, I mean, That's my whole I mean, point. Everybody, we, we, we all are, are pretty much, not to get political, but we all pretty much are dissatisfied with our president. But this dude been about making money his whole, you know what I'm saying? So, like, at the end of the day, the money is what wins, right? So I guess. You know, I mean, it does, still don't make it right. No, no, no. I'm yeah. not saying it's right. What I'm saying is, that, I guess my point is that it just so happens that it's about drinking lean and pills and, and all that stuff. I'm just, you man, I'm, I'm just, and, and bro, listen, just I make promise money, you, man. if I'm ever afforded an opportunity to work with any of these guys, there's a chance that I would. But... I would be the guy that would like to try to get a different type of record out of them. Like yeah. I would be the guy that at least suggests that we we present something else, you know? Because I just, I man, I don't know, man. I love it, but I hate it at the same time, man. Like it's. But again, this whole discussion we're engaging in is yeah, about I got because, topic, because it, no, it's kind of on topic <laughs> a little bit because with, with, with mental health, the drug use has been like an escape in the music industry yeah. you know what i'm saying we, when you go back to the days of kurt cobain and i mentioned joe budden as far as one and then you know now that i think about it i mean biggie has songs about being depressed scarface am i playing tricks on me was a song about being depressed so it's like okay but as far as you know yeah but like that's just that's still a little different like honestly like when you think about it mm -hmm. you know it used to be man that everybody used to talk about selling drugs right which I didn't really agree with then either. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but now it's switched, man. It's like now everything is about being on drugs, mm -hmm. which is a really different perspective. You know what I'm saying? Because, man, I don't know. It's just like it's like really being in the streets, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and, and I think that the message needs to be told, but there's no... It just doesn't seem positive to me. It seems like it's really about... Uh, you know, promoting the, the the mental damage that people are really having to, uh, you know, to face, man. Like, bro, cats are really drinking like cough syrup, man. Like, it's nothing. Listen, man, I I can I don't like to get too personal, but I have personal stories in my own family that mm -hmm. where I've seen, you know, yeah, people. But you know, again, depression, you know, because because even. My personal experience of watching that happen with somebody close to me. Do you think that the music is? Do you think that the music is is feeding into depression right possibly. now? Possibly, because you know how we were talking earlier about speaking positivity in your life. You know you are what you intake. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying. I agree with so that. like, if you watch porn, man, more than likely, like your mind is going to be overtaken by porn like you're gonna every chick you see you're gonna see right. booty yep. every you know what i'm saying like it's yep. just you know if you're Facts. if you if you're into uh you know if you're religious and you like and you take in a lot of positivity and then you're gonna probably be like a super over-the-top christian everybody's doing something crazy like there's a little too much of anything that you could take however you are what you take in. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I'm just, you know, I don't want it to not exist because you don't want to live in a world where you don't have access to right. both sides. However, they're used. I just, in my heart, I just feel, not in my heart, man, it's a fact, dude. It was more of a balance mm -hmm. in the back in the day. Like back yeah. in the day, and, I, and I, I'm not that guy. I'm not going to sit here and do the back in the day thing. But I just think, <laughs> Mentally, man, you know what I'm saying? Musically, 
the way we used to be fed our entertainment, man, had way more of a balance to it. You know, like you had NWA, but you also had MC Hammer. You know what I'm saying? You had, you you, you kind of see where I'm coming from, bro. Like everything wasn't certain thing. Now it seems like just about everybody, man, has to talk about the same thing. So what do you think as, as creators or business people, um, or you know artists and producers involved in, in this industry um what's you know, what's the proper coping mechanism is it to talk about it in the music use the drugs because you know back in the day I, th- I think i think drugs have, has always been involved in music for those reasons but it's being talked about it and put in the forefront more now mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but on the flip side though you having a lot more discussion like we are now about the root cause of it which is depression so everything's out there now mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so i guess my question is how do we proceed you know how do we go about it because hmm. you know if you were looking for a career in this industry man like it's gonna be tough you know what i'm saying you you uh go make some sacrifices with your family you know what i mean you're gonna get rejected a lot you gotta have thick skin so it's a lot of things that you're gonna you, you're going up against uh, and it takes aware, aware, aware on you mentally. Well, I just think you have to be aware of things, and you have to do your best to protect your sanity, man. Like, you know, you you have to pull away from certain things sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you've been, like, if you run, if you go running for an hour, and you got your playlist, bro, don't let your play whole playlist be a certain thing. Like, have something else on your playlist. You know, like. Like, I know you, when I work out with you or when we do things, man, you know what I'm saying? Anything might come up on your iPad. Right. On your iPod. You know what I'm saying? Or your playlist. Anything, bro. We could be jamming. We straight be jamming Tupac, man. And next thing you know, uh, you know, Fred Hammond will come on. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, but that's because, you you know, you're not so locked in, man. And, man, because, bro, listen, man. We need that negative music just like we need the positive music. Don't get me wrong. It's the, it's the balance is, is really what I'm seeking. And I think that with anything, the reason we're having so many mental health issues these days is because people aren't balancing anymore. Like, we're running around. We're in our phones. We don't uh, interact with people. Nobody's like, uh, no. there's no physical touch anymore. Mm-hmm. How many times in the last month that how many times since you've been to the restaurant and you look at a table, man, and there's four people sitting there and all four of them motherfuckers is on their phone. Yeah. Real talk, bro. Like, and not just not just cause somebody was like, Did you see this? No, bro. Like they literally engaged in something totally different from what they're sitting there to do. Yeah. Which is engage with each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I can tell you that it's it's like that, man. Because, like, even in my own life, man, like, I don't know how many people out here, you know, are in relationships or have families and things like that. I'm quite sure we have quite a few uh, listeners in that situation. But I've learned over the last year or so that even having your phone in your home, you have to be careful with that. Because it, it, will, uh, it, it will affect your family life. You know what I'm saying? I had to stop and think one time, man. When I was, uh, my son would, had come downstairs, man. You know, in the morning, it's like a ritual. He just wants to come jump on me and, you know, play with his toys, this, that, and the third, man. And this one particular morning, man, I was 
already in work mode and the whole time man you know what i'm saying he's just trying to talk to me he's trying to get my attention and i didn't realize it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. until he kind of gave me like a reason to pay attention to him and then i was like man, let me put this effing phone down man like right. it's a damn shame that like whatever i was doing which could have waited yeah. you know what i mean I, but i i just realized that like mentally I was out of it and I could be, no matter how I look at this man, like I could be affecting my son. Number one, I'm teaching him mm-hmm. that this phone, whatever this device is, you know what I'm saying? He's going to want to be in that device eventually. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? He's going to look at it as it's normal. And then number two, you know what I'm saying? Like now I'm replacing, I'm letting him, now he got to go find love somewhere else other than you know what I'm saying? So like, That's a good point. I'm just saying it all is affecting us mentally, and I think that everyone needs to take the time out, man, to protect themselves and decompress, get away from all of this madness. Yeah. Read books. You know what I'm saying? Like pray. Yeah, I think that's it. I, I think that's the key right there. You mentioned about you know early in the podcast about a higher power, and I think that that. Whatever your religion or your faith is, man, but I think faith is needed. It's so needed. Straight up, man. Like, man, we're not even here, man, without that. You, it's, that's my point. Like, yeah. there's, there's a creator, there's something bigger than us all, man. And I think that when things, when stuff hit the fan, when it get tough, man, you have to, like, tap into that. Because sometimes, you know, situations disappoint us. Life disappoints us. People disappoint us, man. We disappoint other people. Right. But, you know... At the end of the day, that's kind of all you have, man. It's yeah, some kind man. of faith, some kind of belief system, some kind of value system. You know, I think that is what should come first uh, when you just deal with your day, man. Like, right. a lot of times, you know, I used to be really big into that, man. You know, I used to pray a lot in the morning and have certain scriptures I read in the morning. I'm kind of trying to get back to that now because a lot of times we just wake up and go. Wake up, wake and, up go, and go, bro. and we you do out. that. You do that so much, you don't, and you, and things kind of get crazy. And you realize, you know what? When's the last time I like really just yeah, man, like, bro? I'm telling you, man. Yes. So I think that you know, and, and again, you know, uh, whatever kind of belief system you have, what you know, whatever your religion is, man, I think you need to tap into that, and you need to like uh, make that a priority in 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 any business, but especially this kind of business, man. Where you like up against snakes and wolves and right and, and again the devil's gonna be there with the drugs you know and i'm not saying you know it's you can't the devil gonna drink. be there with drugs he's gonna be there with setbacks he's gonna be yeah. back there with sex disappointment all that yo and, and right. ain't nobody tripping live your life i'm just right. saying it in the sense of you know man like we can control more than we give ourselves credit for Definitely. you know what i'm saying bro like you good things happen when you're thinking good things you know and like bro if i'm riding around in the car man and i'm you know percocet molly leaving you know what i'm saying okay so i jam for four minutes but bro i don't need to make that my that doesn't need to be my daily rotation man all day long you know what I'm saying? Charlie Wilson got some dope shit. This the heat singing about, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he had an album come out this year. Okay, yeah, I heard. That. It's kind of jammed too. But anyway, man, you know what I'm saying? We ain't going to do no preaching. We just wanted to point it out. You know, like mental health is very important. And, definitely. And, definitely. and it, it really hits home with us because we're musicians and a lot of our friends, you know, have dealt with and do deal with it. Um, and, and 
doing the work itself is therapy too like you're just going and, and creating something yeah. if you're a writer writing about it you know what i'm saying uh and I, I think a lot of artists over the course of history have successfully been able to channel that you know, do you I, okay so here's a good question do you believe that we okay so mental health in my opinion uh or i should say negative mental health in my opinion is a re, is a result uh, some people are just sick Okay so we understand that right. Mentally that there's a sicknesses There are sicknesses that Some people can't control But a lot of mental health In my opinion are results of uh, You know Things that we chose during times That we weren't careful about That we didn't protect ourselves in You know what I'm saying For oh, instance, yeah. Yeah. Like Some people say man you know One of the reasons why a lot of people get high and stuff um is when they're at low points so like so like a lot of um celebrities for instance a lot of times they say they get high and they start to use drugs because they can't cope with not being at the top of their game anymore mm, okay so like their maybe their careers are on a decline certain things are happening but you know what I'm saying? And they can't cope with the idea of not being in demand so much now. Um, so in my opinion of that is, you know what I'm saying? Um, I just kind of feel like maybe people should be preparing themselves for that kinds of stuff. Again, like, yeah, that's you know what I'm saying? That's faith. faith. Yeah. Saying, man. Like, you know, you have to know that... that Again, you know, whatever your religion is, you, you got to know your your God is gonna love you, no matter what. Right. You know, so He made you here. You know, yeah. Your God made you. So like, you know, and having family, you know, I know um, being a parent, man. When you become a parent, I mean, as a father, you know, have my priorities straight. You know, right. spending time with your kids, and you know, that should never ever uh, be second in terms of the best things in your life. That should be. the Right. The top of the list as far as the best things in your life go, but a lot of times we put put value on certain things, accomplishments or relationships. We put a value on being with this person, you know. Whereas your children, man, and your family, that's and your God, that's you know. I think some of the healthier people, and again, you know, when it comes to celebrities, man, we really don't really know them. We just know what they present, so we can only go off what we see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when right. I look at somebody like a LL Cool J, again. As far as I know, the dude seemed like he got a good balance going on, you know what I'm saying? But And for years, he's always bigged up his family, you know what I'm saying? He's always kind of like mm. held that, you know, top of the list, you know what I'm saying? So like that, for example, you know, so no matter what, no matter where your career is, no matter where your goals are, as long as you got your family and your God, man. Yeah, no, nah, man, create order, man. Like that helps with mental health. If you yeah. have order, if you can find a way to create order. Even in most chaotic instances, yeah, God, you know family, what I'm profession, boom, it'll, it'll work out. A lot of times, though, we we allow other little dumb shit to kind of come in in the order. It don't have nothing to do with God, family, or career. Right. Just side stuff, just yeah. dumb stuff, distractions, <laughs> man. <laughs> you know. So for me, uh, I know in my personal life, man, focus is important for me, man. I gotta focus, man. Yeah. Focus and cut out all the all the mess. Focus and you know. You'll be all right, man. So, yeah, it's my free game, man. Free game. 
Free game episode 54 You know what I'm saying yes. um, I don't remember Did you play a beat last week Afterwards I did not man I um, think you owed him something, man, to, him for this episode, okay. man. I think you are to close the show with a banger. All right, we're going to do it. You know what I'm saying? And we'll holler at y'all next week. Yeah, man. Uh, make sure y'all follow us, man, on Instagram. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm at Willpower, W-L-P-W-R. And we didn't touch on it, man, but hit the link in Willpower's bio, man. Uh, I just walked around the, the, the compound here in the different rooms. It's coming along. I see wires. Yeah. I see TV, securities, and, and yeah. cable, internet, it's wires, and cords, yeah. and wood. So this place is coming along, man. But if you want to be a part of it, uh, last week's episode, Willpower broke down in detail mm-hmm. what was going on. But uh, it's self-explanatory, though. Hit the link, read it. And if you uh, feel so inclined to support, go ahead and support. Yeah, man. We can use your support, man. But uh, follow me. Follow Brian Andre at Brian Andre on all social media. And um, Free Game Podcast, baby. Yeah, man. Freegamepodcast.com. No, I'm sorry. Freegameeveryday.com. Yeah. And then we also got free game podcast on uh, IG. So, uh, yeah, man, we'll see y'all next week, man, and uh, enjoy the beat break. Peace. Peace. Regardless of whether Gadsden does well or poorly compared to all other cities and towns in the U.S. of all sizes, compared to places with a similar population, it fares badly. Few other communities of this size have a crime rate as high as Gadsden. Residents have a 1 in 99% chance of being a victim of a violent crime. With no pot to piss in, never had a break, a younger paved my way. Time showed up, I got to go get paid. Put the childish shit away and let my pain escape. Pops was never there, so I'm putting in work. Put the world in my shoes, take a tour on earth. Westside, Peace Street, shooting ball all night. Then the Chevy pulled up in front of Walnut, right? I remember how I felt to be left in life. But who the fuck am I if I don't help out break? On the flight, keep it real, man, I know they gon' hate. Cause they praying that they had a wishing that I don't make it. Fast pace, boy, I kill them with the offense. So vernacular with it. I attack on you pigeons, sitting high with no limits, so I study positions. I'm getting to the money like it's a dish. Came from the struggle, came from the jungle, came from the hustle, nigga, that life. Came from the bottom, came from the trap, nigga, that's how I earn my stripes. Came from a killer, came from a dealer, came from a real nigga, that's right. Bang with a nigga, bang with a nigga, where I'm from, man, it ain't shit nice. You know where I'm from. From the motherfucking slums Just that place you don't wanna come That's right nigga 256 You know where I'm from From the motherfucking slums Just that place you don't wanna come That's right nigga 256 and what you know about the lifestyle As a young getting it in, we was quite wild Swear to God, I was just a legit Running on the corner, trying to get to me a lick Hanging out with the OGs Soaking up everything they ever showed me How to use a scale, how to point out the police And if you get jammed up, nigga, you don't speak Might get that ass wrapped up Might get that ass bagged up It was ours if you ask us If you ain't from around here, you better pack up it's the Jimmy Dwayne gang, fist full slum American, it's the same thing. Super hot going in with a bang bang. 30 out six with a scope, it's a dead aim. Came from the struggle, came from the jungle, came from the hustle, nigga, that life. Get to the money. Came from the bottle, came from the trap, nigga, that's how I earn my stripes. Came from a killer, came from a dealer, came from a real nigga, that's right. Really, it's not. Bang with a nigga, bang with a nigga, where I'm from, man, it ain't shit nice. Hush. You know where I'm from. From the motherfucking slums Just that place you don't wanna come That's right nigga 256 You know where I'm from 
from the motherfucking slums. It's that place you don't wanna come. That's right, nigga. Two, five, all six. of these days, all of these nights, all of these years, we all had to fight, saying we wrong, but we know we right. All of these songs, all I need is one mic. All of them big, all of them ball, all of them tear down the walls in the mall. All of them hustle, all of them grind. Shout out to the ones doing pen of ten time. To some young niggas that was made to pay the price. Coming from the slums, we just trying to be alright. Digging from the bottom, we just trying to reach heights. Gotta go harder, cause I gotta get it right. What it look like. Look at these niggas, they hate cause I'm back and I get to the money. To the money. All of these women, they ready to fucking, it's all about the money. Be about that money. Came from the struggle, came from the jungle, came from the hustle, nigga, that life. Get to the money. Came from the bottom, came from the trap, nigga, that's how I earn my stripes. Be about that money. Came from a killer, came from a dealer, came from a real nigga, that's right. Really, it's not. Bang with a nigga, bang with a nigga, where I'm from, man, it ain't shit nice. Hush. You know where I'm from. Yeah. From the motherfucking slums, it's that place you don't wanna come. That's right, nigga. Two five six. You know where I'm from. From the motherfucking slums, it's that place you don't wanna come. That's right, nigga. Two five six.